0: Good afternoon everybody and welcome to the Gradcracker webinar featuring Newton. So Newton advertises their graduate opportunities on Gradcracker and have been doing so for the last five years. They are a UK based management consultancy specialising in operational improvement in both the public and private sectors. But what does that actually mean? Let's find out from Rebecca, Stefana, Ollie and Rani. Rebecca is the Graduate Recruitment Coordinator, hi Rebecca. Um, Stefana and Ollie are consultants, and Rani is a senior consultant at Newton. So, from my experience working with Newton, I know that Newton is a very hands-on um, consultancy. A lot of your videos on Gradcracker are graduates talking about visiting clients on site, for example. Um, but Rebecca, what else would you like to share with the audience about Newton, um, and what makes you different and stand out?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So we're uh, an operations consultancy, which means that we focus on operations within a business. Um, So often we work with clients to either make more of what they've already got or put processes in to reduce the amount of waste, make a a service better or provide a better process. um, And normally involves a lot of saving money as well, which is obviously good. (laughs) We work across... I was just going to say, everybody
0: likes to (laughs) save a bit of money, don't they?
1: (laughs) Absolutely. Um, We work across three sectors. So like you mentioned, we work within the the public and the private sector, and also within defence as well. So we're based across the UK working on those different projects. Um, In terms of what makes us different, um, so we have a model where we won't charge a client fees until we've delivered what we've said we're going to deliver. Um, So that means that our neck is really on the line. and that we, we have to make those improvements that we've said we're going to make. Um, we also stick with our clients for the long term as well. So once we've implemented a change, we don't just deliver a report and leave it on the CEO's desk. We'll mm. actually stick with a client and make sure that that positive impact is felt in the longer term, um, which makes us slightly different from some of the other consultancies out there.
0: Yeah, definitely. I've seen some of your your other videos on Gradcracker as well, and when um, the consultants go into the employees, you actually make friends with the people that you're working with, don't you, when it it comes to your customers, because you have such a close relationship and you are with them nearly, you know, every day or every week or, you know, bi-weekly, and so that really came across on your hub. so plans for the future, Rebecca, is there anything that you can share with us? Give us a bit of an insight about what's, what's to come? Yeah,
1: definitely. So it's a, a really exciting time to be at Newton at the moment. Um, we're on a huge growth trajectory and we're hoping to grow the numbers of people in our company by about 20% every year for at least the next sort of five, 10 years, which is, is massively exciting. Yeah. Um, and obviously being in recruitment keeps us busy as well. <laughs> within that, we're, well, sorry, we're, going, we're hoping to grow our, our sort of digital bringing as well so um, that means that it will make our operations work faster we'll be using more data improving the way that that clients communicate and use data and technology as well so that's that's really exciting Um, and then looking a little bit further ahead sort of in the next five to ten years um, expanding into new markets so hopefully within financial services and perhaps even working abroad depending on on our client demand as well.
0: Oh, wow. So lots on offer. You mentioned there about increasing um, your workforce by 20 percent, Rebecca. So is that a mixture of experienced hires and and your early careers, graduate level students as well?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So we have a a big offering for graduates and we take on over 100 grads every year and then also experienced hire within our consultant body as well.
0: Fantastic. And an area um, that I really want to delve into a little bit more, Rebecca, with you before we we actually meet the grads is about um, social mobility. So on your hub, um, on Grad Cracker, there was a gentleman on there, and he basically said that the reason why he uh, he applied to Newton was what you do in society and the improvements that you want to make to society. And he specifically mentioned in this about social mobility. So why, why is social mobility so important to Newton?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So diversity in general, including sort of social mobility and Candidates and, and clients from sort of lower socioeconomic backgrounds is, is something that's really important to us, sort of the more yeah. diverse that our workforce is, the, the bigger ideas we're bringing, sort of the, the different relationships that we can build with clients, with new clients, um, sort of that d- diversity of thought really. Yeah. Um, within Newton some of the clients we work with so for example in the public sector you might be working within a social care environment so either helping to keep children out of care or supporting adults through the social care system so if we can sort of have that impact it will directly impact our clients as well. Um, Outside of our work we do work with some charities as well so I've recently been working with a charity called the Elephant Group um, and they Aim to get students from lower socioeconomic backgrounds into the top universities so we ran a summer school um, over back in July um, and we were sort of teaching students about what is consulting what does it mean to be in a in a graduate job as well as skills such as presentation skills teamwork um, and it was really fun and we worked with a couple of different charities sort of to to support students to get into uni or, or to get into graduate jobs as well.
0: Brilliant. Thanks, Rebecca. And now let's talk about you for a couple of minutes. So what what is your role? I mentioned, you know, your title, but what what is your role? What do you do um, at Newton?
1: Yeah, definitely. I think that's a really good point. A job title doesn't always yeah. say much does it. No, so, it <laughs> I'm a, a graduate recruitment coordinator. Um, I started at Newton about eight months ago um, and I sit within our graduate recruitment team so I only recruit grads um, okay. and I sit on the selection side of our process so that means I support everything from the point a candidate applies and fills in the application form on our website right through the process hopefully until they get an offer so okay managing those different stages. And and when we're not recruiting, we're always looking at improving, rewriting the assessment material. How can we bring in more diverse candidates and and make sure that it's a fair process? So yeah, managing that
0: selection side. It doesn't stop, does it, Rebecca? It never stops, no. (laughs) It it never stops, never stops. Thank you very much for that introduction. We're going to come back to Rebecca a little bit later on to talk about everything recruitment processes um, and what's involved a little bit later on in the webinar. So for now, what I want to do is go back and meet the grads. They've got some fantastic, really exciting stories to share with us. Um, But we're going to find out, um, Ollie, your face makes me laugh. You just smile all the time. (laughs) Um, We're just going to find out where they went to university and what they studied to start off with. And then we're going to go around again and get their quick um, fire facts, which are very interesting. So, Ollie, Mr Smiler, I'm going to start with you. Um, Where did you go to university and what did you study? Yeah,
2: Um, So So I went to Imperial College in London and and I studied chemical engineering.
0: Perfect. So Thank uh, you very much, Olly. Rani, on to you.
3: I also went to Imperial College London and I studied physics.
0: Chemical physics. Stefana, last but by no means least. <laughs>
2: uh, I went to the University of Leeds, studied economics, followed by a master's at UCL in technology management.
0: Perfect. Thank you very much, Stefana. And now on to your quick fact fire round. Rebecca, I'm heading to you. So as it's lunchtime,
1: I've got a foodie fact. So Newton did a project with a sandwich manufacturer a couple of years ago, um, and with the amount of waste that we saved, it was 2,700 tonnes of waste. And with that, you could feed 5,000 people for a year.
0: Thank you very much, Rebecca. These facts as well, just to go out about all the different sectors um, that Newton works in, so really interesting. Um, Ollie, onto your VR fact.
4: Yeah, so for a client that we worked with in the defence sector yeah, last so year, we managed to save them £120 million pounds of taxpayer sure money.
0: Yeah, massive um, money there, isn't it? Um, thank you, Ollie. Rani?
3: Yeah. So during the pandemic, we worked with the central government and we helped over 10,000 vulnerable people access food deliveries. Thank you very much, Rani.
0: And Stefana?
2: Uh I have an environmental facts. Working with um, a retailer on packaging savings, we managed to save... the equivalent of three million A4 paper sheets, uh, which is quite massive amount of environmental saving.
0: It is very massive. Thank you very much for that, Stefano. But before I'm going to move back on to you, Rebecca, Ollie, I'm just going to say there's a mister in your background and we can hear his voice. His voice is quite loud when you unmute yourself. Could you give him a poke? Right. Rebecca, I'm coming back to you while Ollie goes and perks somebody. Um, so you've got four opportunities which are currently um, live on Gradcracker. You mentioned before that they're not just four opportunities, you've got hundreds of actual vacancies open to graduates. And um, so you've got two um, consultant roles one um, in operations and one in digital. First of all, could you tell the audience a little bit about these? Um, so about the roles in particular, locations that the students can be based and if you do have a deadline, if that's possible.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So um, as a consultant working for Newton, you will be client based. So what that means is although we have our head office in Oxfordshire, um, you won't be based there for very long, you tend to spend your first month there during our induction period. But after that point, you'll be based on on client sites. So you might be working on if we're in defence up, up on, on an air base or within a, a defence office or if you're on client site, you might be working um, in a pork pie factory or in a different kind of factory anywhere across the UK, which is great because it means that you can live wherever you want, um, spend your weekends wherever you want. Um, and during the week, you just travel and, and tend to stay on client site for sort of, depending on the project, three or four nights a week. Um, yeah. In terms of the roles, um, so the digital and operations roles are quite similar for the first sort of 18 months of your career at Newton. Um, And in both, you'll be using your people skills and your ability to build rapport, to build relationships with clients, um, get really deep within their business and understand their problems, and then do some data analysis and use that data to present back to the client um, and and really tell a story. So find out what the problems are and and come up with some solutions as well. in terms of the difference between the two roles so in both of them you'll need really strong people skills good analytical skills but in the data role you'll be looking more at how data flows through a business Um, it might mean sort of implementing some software So, for example um, in some work we've done in a factory recently we've put sensors along the factory line that measure how the the factory is operating and what Mm -hmm. that means is we can save people time so rather than someone standing there with a clipboard checking how the factory Mm -hmm. is working our digital processes meaning that everything is working more efficiently and we can put that, that, that sort of body of resource somewhere else to, to make more improvements. Um,
0: that's sort of the, the, the biggest difference between them yeah. really. No, no, that makes sense. The, the pot pie factory did, did throw me a little bit, Rebecca, I'm to <laughs> to you. Um, I did not expect you to say that. Um, so when it comes to, you mentioned about being based in multiple locations, you know, it depends where the client is. What help does Newton give the students? So say, you know, you, you're based in a specific area, but then you have to relocate. Does Newton give any help um, for those relocation, um, for that relocation that they have to do?
1: Yeah, so you wouldn't necessarily have to relocate for this job right. um, quite a lot of our consultants will live well quite a lot of them live in London um, yeah. some remain in their university towns some people continue to live with their parents it's, it's really up to you in terms of the travel um, we say you'll never leave home before 6am on a Monday and you'll never be home after 6pm on a Friday so yeah. whilst you're away you'll be staying with other Newtons um, and I've heard all sorts of stories about barbecues football matches that, that okay. happen in the evenings whilst people are away so you've got sort of that peer support network and then you'll also have your line manager um, on site to, to help you and a development manager that sort of looks after your personal development and, and pastoral care
0: as well i love the way that you call them newtons That's so oh, no, I so was- <laughs> <laughs> We're Grad Crackerettes at Grad Cracker. Yes, Outreach. Oh. Um, and then, so thank you very much for that, Rebecca. And you also have two um, roles based at your head office. So you mentioned Oxfordshire, didn't you? So um, there's the, the graduate programmes there. One's um, a general graduate programme, and one's more focused on the IT stream. Tell us a little bit more specifically about these opportunities, what's on offer. Um, And I know that you've got a pending closing date of the 22nd of November for those. So Mm -hmm. we need to, students need to apply ASAP. But yeah, tell us about what's on offer with those roles.
1: Yeah, definitely. So yeah, like you said, deadline is is very much uh, yeah. pending. So if you're interested in our head office roles, worth applying quickly. Um, I didn't mention, but our graduate roles probably won't close until about January, so you've got a little bit yeah. longer to make applications mm-hmm. for those. But yeah. um, within head office, you'll be based in our head office, which is just outside Oxford. Um, it's quite rural, and it's really nice to come out of the city into the uh, into the office. And at the moment, we're working sort of two three days within the office, but it's yeah. it's very flexible. Um, so on the first one um, you've got both the people and the operations stream for head mm-hmm. office graduate roles and within that you'll start and you do sort of rotations for up to about two years that last roughly three months um, mm-hmm. and you'll rotate between different functions so recruitment, HR, the legal team, finance, we have a knowledge team, which is all about knowledge sharing and making projects better. Um, and you'll do three month rotations within those. Um, so it's a really good opportunity if you don't really know what you want to do to find out what you're good yeah. at and where your skill set lies. Um, we then expect people from that to go on to sort of be future leaders within the business. So there's a lot of development opportunities and a lot of opportunities to get involved in in the wider head office as well. Yeah. So, um, some of those graduates arranged an away day for us recently, which which was really fun um, for all sort of 120 of us within the head office. Oh, wow. um, for the IT stream, um, you'll be working closely within the IT team. And again, you'll rotate within those teams. So, generally, starting with an IT support, moving into sort of software development, project management, project management. Um, and you'll be sort of understanding, advising, and, and implementing changes within the IT team um, and sort of building applications, changing internal processes to make sure that everything flows nicely and, and supports the, the
0: new teams that are out on site when they need it. Brilliant. Brilliant opportunities that I run off for of there. Um, so don't forget what Rebecca said. Get your applications in ASAP for the head office opportunities. And um, don't, don't leave it if you want to apply to the other positions either. You know, I know Rebecca said that they'll close out in January, but get your applications in sooner rather than later. Thank you very much, Rebecca. We're going to leave you alone for a little bit, and then we're going to speak <laughs> to the grads and come back
5: to you a bit later. Yeah, my little saying at the moment when I'm doing my pres- presentations, I'm like, you see it, you like it, get your application in. I agree definitely not,
0: it could be a little bit snappier than that see it like it apply apply see it like it, apply.
5: <laughs> see it like. It, apply. um okay so let's talk about roles that was perfect introduction really Rebecca there to find out a bit more about <laughs> I thought you meant me I was like oh thank you <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so what um, your experiences have been like at the moment. So Stefan, I'm going to start with you, if that's okay. Um, and if you could just tell us a bit about your role and what you've been up to. Uh,
2: yes. So um, as previously mentioned, I'm a consultant and I'm actually part of the digital team. Okay. So, which at the moment is I joined roughly like eight to nine months ago. It's not too similar to an ops role, but it's a bit more like data focus and in terms of like how the data flows through a company. And at the moment, my cl- the client I'm currently working with is um, bread manufacturer and my current project focusing on streamlining their distribution system. So I can make sure that uh, our, our products are manufactured at the best time in the best locations and the trucks are ready to pick these products up and deliver at the right time
4: mm-hmm. uh,
2: to the right, to the clients. And in order to do that, we're trying to build um, software. So it's a very digital heavy project. And on the day to day, what this looks like, it's trying to look for like uh, data-driven insights, So get large sources of data, crunch data, get some output, visualize and, transform this data into insight that can be actionable with the client and then basically work together with the client side by side to make sure that this insight becomes like reality and we can drive like basically real actions out of this data. Mm-hmm. And I think, yeah, I think this pretty much been my focus over the past months, but it's, uh, it's not as marathon as it may sound. I think every day is different because every day there's like a new problem we're trying to solve or something like a new error we're trying to focus. Mm-hmm. And uh, as you may expect, like, there's so many variables that come up each day, and also the clients yeah. we work with are very different. So, there's always something new every single day. So, while wow. well, I think at a high level, what we do is quite similar, I think every day is unique, which is probably one of the most exciting bits of the role.
5: Absolutely. So, sorry, Calla, we were I
0: was just, just... just going to say, what's probably the same question I mean, you, Jess, but what, what kind of sectors have you worked in, Stefano, since you've been at Newton? Is it a variety, or have you just been focused on one sector?
2: I think at the moment I've gone through a couple of projects which has been in the same sector, which is the our private slash consumer cluster. So, working with uh, food manufacturers and uh, retailers. But I'll be moving on to a new, uh, new cluster soon, since starting next month, I'll be moving to our public sector, potentially working in a healthcare project, which is uh, something very exciting because I think while the well, there is, they are so different, like working in healthcare, we're working with like a bread manufacturer. At the yeah. end of the day, the kind of like the problems we, we find are like similar at the high level, and the way we tackle them and try to find solutions. We go for a kind of like a very similar approach and process every yeah. time, which is data-driven insights and working side by client to basically come to some, deliver some action, some results. So, so yeah, I think it's... Uh, it's quite exciting and I think it's very good to have the opportunity, especially early on as a grad, to rotate across our different clusters and basically yeah. try a bit of everything before mm-hmm. deciding what better suits your needs or your personality or where you like to focus further ahead in your career.
5: Yeah, definitely. And Stefana, so you say you've gone from like food manufacturing to, well, we'll be going to the public sector. So what, how do you pick your next cluster? How does that work? How do you decide where you want to go next?
2: Uh, I think it's a bit I think it's a bit of a, of a mix of like multiple factors of course like I think at the top there is what projects Newton is ha- has and what projects kicking out on the short and medium term uh, but I think well beyond that I think uh, Newton tries to accommodate as much as possible the project you're going to with the the request or the requirements of the consultants so in my case I wanted to do something that was different and as a digital consultant i am uh, very interested in uh, uh, data-driven insights and i feel i felt like healthcare is is a sector where that is currently there's a big development on that and leveraging the potential of data to take better healthcare decisions mm-hmm. so i was kind of like quite keen uh to move to that area and i basically took to my line manager took my development manager which is a rebecca mentionings mentioned are basically your mentors through your newton career and basically told to them what I wanted to do, why I wanted to move to a different sector. And we basically worked together to make sure that that was possible. And uh, so, yeah, I think it's, it's quite exciting. And I think there's a lot of flexibility on that point of view. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Carla. To...
5: No, I guess it's brilliant. Well, thank you, Stefano. I'm going to come to Ollie. I'm going to come to you next and we're going to talk about projects after, after we've heard from um, Ollie and Rani. So Ollie, same kind of questions. Just tell us a bit about your role and your experiences so far.
4: Yeah, thanks, Jessica. Yeah, so I'm a senior consultant at Newton. Um, so the kind of project that I'm currently running, so I'm in the um, ops role, so I'm, I'm not in digital, but hopefully you'll see that there are quite a lot of crossovers between, between mm. the different roles. Um, so the project I'm currently running is a um, health and integration project. So at the moment, a big kind of push in the public sector is moving to kind of something called integrated care systems. Um, so it's where you don't get uh, like the council and the acute hospitals working separately. You get them all working together to make sure patients have the best outcomes they possibly can. Um, and so we've just started a project which is helping um, kind of one of those integrated care systems get set up Um, and specifically I'm focused on the kind of two acute hospitals um, in the kind of area that we're working um, and looking at kind of the patient flow through those hospitals and the reason for that is the more you can reduce the time spent in hospital the better outcome a patient will have and that that is nearly always true Um, and so we're really working with those acute hospitals to make sure that we're minimizing the length of stay of, of patients in their hospital and therefore reducing the pressures on the hospital at the same time and um, so that's kind of the current role I'm focusing on.
5: Fantastic and Ollie I'm going to kind of come to this in a bit more detail so maybe don't answer this question in too much detail <laughs> but you know the where you are now in your career you've probably experienced quite a few different clusters already a bit like how Stefano has mentioned so um, what made you pick this Project to this set to the area that you're working on now. Is it a conscious decision? You know, what what made you pick that?
4: Yeah, so I think Stefano's talked a little bit about the kind of thought process and the discussion that takes place when you are kind of coming to the end of one yeah. of your projects. And um, for me, it was really about variety. So um, I've been quite lucky in my time in Newton. I have worked in all three sectors mm. um, and I was really keen that I'd, I'd done quite a long time in the sector I was in previously. Um, if, I'm, if I'm honest, I was quite comfortable in that sector. Like I had a lot of the context, I kind of knew the kind of political movers, like I'd been there for a while and I was looking for a, a bit of a change to kind of put me in a different comfort zone, a, a, a different type of work. So although the like methodologies we use across clusters are very similar, like the people that you're applying that to are very different and the kind of the the movers uh, like feel was quite different so that was really what drove me to kind of move across to the public sector was that's something completely new um, which I'm really passionate about and want to kind of support with but it's not something I've experienced yet so that that was kind of why I asked to move into the public sector
0: yeah i do so can I just have just before we we carry on with um, other questions Ollie just thinking about the situation with COVID over the last 12, 18 months or so, how you, you'll have probably had to, um, your workload will have changed I'm guessing you know because there'll be a lot more people going into hospital and everything else so how did you how did you balance that then so did you expect obviously expected to see more more people going into hospital but how did you manage that then with your results and everything else I bet it put a bit of a spanner in the works there
4: it's definitely been a challenge (laughs) and I think that is just well infinitely more so a challenge for the system itself i.e the NHS than us if I'm completely honest Um, I think the interestingly actually like the effect COVID had initially like people going through hospitals like reduced massively so the kind of the number of people going through COVID obviously like ramped up massively but because of the like short sharp change the NHS had to make instantaneously meant that like the way they operated was very very different Mm -hmm. I think what we're seeing now is that like we're going back towards business as usual we cannot like keep going with the kind of COVID way of working because that won't be sustainable and so the kind of trying to move back to the old way of working while still having the pressures that like winter and covid brings means mm-hmm. there's a huge amount of pressure o- o- on the system as a whole um and i think actually that although like day on day out that means there's a lot of pressure there's a lot of people who are very very busy that that makes what we're doing exciting right it, it, yeah. it's the actual impact we can have yeah. and like it's mm-hmm. the key time and I, i'm sure everybody will see like you go onto the news every morning there's always something about the pressures on our system um, and yeah. so that that like that's what makes it exciting basically. So yeah, it brings pressure, but also the opportunity from that pressure is, is, is something that makes me get out of bed in the morning, basically. Yeah.
5: yeah. Thanks. No, I'm, I'm motivated now, you exactly. know, never before. And um, so Ollie, if you don't mind me asking about your setup, you know, now, so are you, are you actually in hospital at the moment? How does your offices work? Are you, tell us a bit about that.
4: Yeah, like really good question. And apologies for the background noise a bit earlier, everyone. Um, it's because we're in the hospital. Um, so, yeah, we are like we're based on site. So as Rebecca was saying earlier, like in general, that that is where like we at Newton are based because that's we think is the best way to deliver value for our clients. So it, we, you mm-hmm. can design things in boardrooms, but really you need to be there seeing it to kind of actually yeah. make, make a difference. Um, so yeah, I'm based on on site Monday to Thursday at the moment. So that 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 is in the hospital, um, and what the setup usually looks like is that there is an office that like the team will be working in, which is is great because it gives us a not a safe space but it gives us a space where we can throw ideas around it gives us yeah. a space to like have those conversations but the majority of our time will actually spend in the hospital whether that's doing kind of studies on the wards whether that's kind of like going and supporting specific activities that are taking place so I'd say that probably like 80% of my time is like not spent sitting at a desk it's like out there doing stuff and then kind of the 20% around that is like meetings and making sure that we're, we're doing the right things and we're, we're driving the right value
5: yeah, that's amazing, isn't it? Gosh, I bet the last you know twenty four months for you. Then how long? Sorry, how long have you actually been on this project for then?
4: Yeah, so I've been on this project for about three months now. Right, so okay. so it is, it's actually a fairly recent move for me. Um,
5: right.
4: Okay. I'd say today looks very different. <laughs> three months ago, yeah, like that learning curve is, is is huge. Um, but yeah, it it has been a bit of an eye opener, if I'm completely honest. Like seeing. Um, seeing a completely different view of like the NHS is obviously amazing and we're so lucky in this country to have that service for us but seeing it from the other side and really seeing the kind of pressures it's under has been a bit of an eye. Yeah (laughs)
5: Yeah. wow. Um, Ronnie I will come to you next one more question I promise you know we keep saying you know the benefit of Newton and you know I've seen it you know and I've done my research before this session you know you you're all saying how it's so important for you all to physically be with your clients to understand the mindsets understand that you know the businesses or the organization how do you think that's helped you Ollie you've kind of touched a bit upon it but you know how do you think that's made your role better and how have you been able to give more back
4: yeah so I think a couple of things spring to mind for me so I think the first is that like it it means you're not sat behind a desk making slides for someone senior to go and have a conversation like from day one you are accountable for something you're going to have conversations with people so the like rate of development is huge and so that that like is something that i get out of that process and um, i think the like other thing for me around the kind of like what what i get out of it is it it, it genuinely is exciting i, I I don't know about you but when I'm on teams all day those days feel longer (laughs) whereas when I'm running around the hospital that that is that's the those are the fun enjoyable moments those are the days that go like absolutely like lightning because you've Mm -hmm. like really like got the energy from doing it so I think like personally it's it's the the variety you get from like meeting different people meeting different clients etc makes the job more exciting for me and I also know that like going through that like setting me up for kind of long-term careers that is actually probably the best place for me to be and I'll get much better experience doing this than I would kind of um, in a kind of a slightly more desk-based job.
5: Absolutely so imagine you guys in 10 years time the experiences the knowledge you know the knowledge you're all going to have the situations you're going to have been in whether it be a pot pie factory or <laughs> the <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's mad, isn't it? You don't think about it. But you God, the stuff that you're going to see, experience, it's going to be phenomenal. Rani, coming to you next. Um, last but certainly not least. Um, yes, same question, really. Tell me everything. What have you been doing? What's life looking like for you?
3: Thanks. The reason I was <laughs> laughing is honestly, it's something we talk about a lot, about these really niche pieces of knowledge that we have. So if anyone needs the price of a forklift, let me know. So get the monthly newsletters. <laughs> um so as Carla mentioned earlier I'm also a senior consultant been at Newton for about two years now um and also on the operations side I think in terms of what the operations role looks like for a senior consultant it's more towards like starting to manage a small team so Mm -hmm. again this is something I absolutely love about Newton is you get a lot of responsibility and a lot of development very quickly and what's really great about it is they support you through it they give you the training Mm -hmm. that you need they give you your development manager and there's lots of just resources and articles out there that, that they provide you to help that so I'm managing a small team right now we're delivering um, a different work stream and actually similar to what Stefania was talking about we're working with a large grocery brand and helping them through the driver crisis so you may have seen on the news yeah. there is the lorry driver crisis um, and people are just struggling to get all their products out on time mm-hmm. so we're helping them figure out how they can do that best
5: and I can imagine this is going to increase with Christmas coming and everything else so oh, yeah. Yeah, it's crunch time <laughs> difficult you know knowing that something's on the horizon and trying to solve it yeah. before when um so Ronnie in terms of um so you've been there two years and in terms of the experiences that you've had in those two years could you tell about maybe previous projects that you've worked on um and maybe what were your favorite one was so far
3: yeah sure so um I actually worked in the defense cluster quite a while before I moved over to the consumer cluster Um, and one of actually my favorite projects there was uh, part of a supply chain team so Mm -hmm. that was as you can imagine fresh grad off off induction thrown into this team and all of a sudden negotiating these like multi-million pound contracts (laughs) Um, and it was yeah it it was crazy but as Stefano said the tools that you learn are just applicable to any kind of scenario that that we go into yeah Um, and it was stuff like from the bottom, analyzing the costs that came in, what our suppliers were saying, trying to figure out is that like industry standard and not only that from the analysis side, but also from the people side, because at that point, when you build up that confidence in yourself from the clients, they start pulling you into the negotiations. So all of a sudden you're sitting there in the room trying to get you know as much value as you can squeeze out of the supplier, but also prepping the buyers and what the negotiation tactics are. So and yeah. getting them to really understand what they should be pushing for, like what's the absolute minimum that we should accept. And also a lot of the psychology around how do you actually get into a negotiation and get the best out of it.
0: Mm. Do you learn all that then at, at Newton's like psychology <laughs> tactics and everything else? Because th- is that like a bit of a, a module that you have to kind of pass?
3: Yeah, yeah. so it, we've, we've talked a lot about the digital side of our work, but um, something that we've actually matured a lot as a product over the last few years is what we call the people and change team. Mm-hmm. So that's a team that's basically done a lot of training courses and it's starting to really like spread throughout Newton in terms of how do you actually get change to land in different companies and lots of tips and tricks, as we call them like singers that you can add to your projects to help. So like one that comes to mind is something we call the IKEA effect. So people are more likely to use something and to value it more if they help build it. So it means if you can get in there from day one and actually build these solutions with your clients, they're more likely to keep up when you left.
0: You don't, you don't live in my house, Ronnie, because Ikea stuff, and we put fat packs together, it's probably in the bin. It's all at it the tip because <laughs> we just argue. So that's a nice effect, but definitely not in the power household,
5: I <laughs> you can imagine. And I can imagine as well, you know, all these personal skills that you're learning – you kind of I guess yeah you learn them for that particular client that you know that way of working but you know if you compare you and Ollie you know yeah you might have similar skills but then you're going to be in completely different situations Mm. you know where emotionally it might be different or the environment's different so I can imagine there's a lot of transferable skills but then you're learning and adapting on those skills that you've already got as well which Mm. is amazing you know imagine again you guys in my 20 you know 10 years time we are going to be phenomenal individuals and all these okay.
3: great things completely like there's lots of transferables and also just Mm. knowledge that you pick up Um, and that's also what I love about like this company is because you have relatively short-term projects like normally about six to nine months you join lots of new teams during the time and Mm. you just pick so much up from all those around you because someone might have had a completely different experience you both work together on a project and they have a completely different way of doing it and then Mm. between you you can figure out between both of those ways
5: what are the best bits of each to bring to it yeah That's amazing. Ren, I'm going to stick with you. I know we've kind of talked about projects that you've worked on, but what would your favourite project be that you've worked in the last two years
3: I'm going to cheat a bit. I think the supply chain one definitely from the work side. I think the yeah. other thing is um, I also helped set up the women's network at Newton and that's something I'm probably the most proud of. Um, oh, well yeah just having seen it from day one where there was a few iterations and like you know clusters here and there to where we are now where we've got I think our team's channel has got over 100 people in which is oh, just wow. incredible. So yeah. that's
5: definitely what I'm proudest of. Mm-hmm. So just talk that a bit about that a bit more. So in terms of you do uh, events or you know what kind of things do you do to, to network in a staff group.
3: Yeah, so, so I think Rebecca touched on it, like EDI and diversity is a massive focus at Newton. So not just in terms of the Women's Network, but also ethnicity. We've got something about the Pride Network and social mobility as well. So it's like, something we're really focusing on. Um, for me, the thing that comes to mind is like every month we tend to have a different theme at Newton mm-hmm. or something we're going to talk about. So recently we had Black History Month. We've also had Pride Month. Um, and in March last year, we had Gender Month. So that was run by the Women's Network. And we did things like coffee catch-ups to just get people together and across the businesses and as you can imagine post covid in a world where your only team's calling the people on your project Mm -hmm. or maybe the people that you started with it's been really hard to meet new people across the business Mm -hmm. so definitely a bit of let's just throw everyone together make those connections make sure everyone is meeting as many people as possible but on top of that things like we do lunch and learns we get guest speakers in to talk about their experience we ask a lot of the leadership at newton to talk about their journey so what they found hard what they found well what their strengths are and can they share some of that with the rest of the consulting body so yeah there's there's a lot a lot that we've been planning to get through
5: brilliant that's fab thank you brownie Stefan, i'm going to come to you next your favorite project that you've worked on so far
2: Favorite project? I would say probably the one I'm currently working on, which is the yes, which is the work on um, distribution planning linked to manufacturing planning. I think uh, I like this particularly because how close we're working with the client, so close we got to the client. So basically, my role was mainly focused on manufacturing, working with the manufacturing planning team, which basically decides across, uh, I think, 12 uh, um, factories across the country when products are going to be manufactured, at what point. Uh, and how many, basically, that satisfy the demand of the clients. And it was very much about like sitting in the office with them every single day and just kind of like sit next to them and basically try to understand as much as possible everything about their decision making. So oh, why did you plan this thing like this or the other decision? Why are you doing this or this other thing? And basically very, very slowly getting to basically their same level of understanding and then starting from there try to propose like new solutions on how we can plan better. Yeah. And since, I don't know, since we were kind of like getting to these solutions together, it was like so rewarding that I yeah. I, all, I started feeling like part, not only of the Newton team, but also the clients planning team. And basically we were together most days, kind of like almost brainstorming together some, some ideas, some solutions. Uh, and I don't know, I felt like b- getting so involved with the client and almost feel like I'm not only like a Newton consultant, but I'm also part of their team. And I feel like some certain level of involvement in what they're doing and why they're doing it. I think that's just like very special. And I think it's one of the, I think it's one of the best parts of working at Newton, how much, how close you get to these people and how, how like how rewarding it is to actually get results, not just in a, at a pound level or saving money, which as we said, it's also nice, but also how you're making like the life of these planners like easier and help them make a better job and, help them also be more fulfilled on their day-to-day so yeah i think that's that that that's pretty amazing
5: oh fantastic so in terms of where you are geographically in the world right now are you at the at the the manufacturing plant
2: now or where are you Uh, i am at the moment yes i on my supposedly live in london but (laughs) but uh, monday to fridays i've been coming over the past six to seven months uh, up to the north so i'm working uh Close to Manchester in a town called Bolton. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I've been spending here the past like seven months uh, and it's been quite nice because uh, I think there is like a quite a large team here between our planning team, we're like uh, six people. Then there is a manufacturing team working in a bay, properly in a, in a factory that's already like five people. So, you know, anyway, it gets like a good number of Newton consultants. So we're able to, orga- even though we're far from home, uh, to organize some like fun activities, have dinner together go to escape rooms uh, do some like fun golfing in the evening yeah. or something like that. So basically well, even though you're away from home you you get this sense of like a companionship of your fellow Newton consultants and you get to you get to bond and do a lot of fun stuff in the evening.
5: Yeah, I can can almost imagine, you know, you make these connections, you know, external with your client. I can imagine you probably want to stay in contact with them as well, don't you? You know, know, making those networks, making those relationships, you know, how's everything going? You know, once you've moved on for a project, you probably want to keep checking in with them and seeing if they're okay. (laughs) Uh,
2: Yeah, I uh, I think that's particularly topical to me, since, as I mentioned, I'm moving to a new project soon. I think I have only two weeks left on this uh, okay. project. Then I'm going to move to something different. Uh, and yeah, I'm already kind of like starting to think how can I how can I keep keep up to date with what's going yeah. on here? Just like, not even like for the sake of the project, just I think it's something that I know so much about about uh, mm. food manufacturing now. So <laughs> uh, food planning. So I don't know, it's kind of like, it's interesting to keep up with it.
5: Definitely. especially when you emerge yourself, as much as you do into the situation, it's quite hard to move from uh, cluster to cluster. Talking about Bolton, there were, football was on last night, so I bet it was busy last <laughs> night. I watched that, actually. I don't watch much football. but uh-huh. <laughs> You were
0: yeah. moaning about it this morning, when we were to watch football last night, and now we're thinking, oh, yeah, football. And <laughs> do you know what? It was actually
5: quite a good game. Was it? I have no yeah. idea. I don't watch uh,
2: yeah, I think we have, a, I think at one point, one of the client's teams... They gave me like a list of the best like restaurants, best sports oh, bar yeah. in, Long- in Bolton and best like, yeah, basically for everything you want to do in Bolton, what's the best place to go? So yeah, yeah we have like, um, we, we know what the best sports bar in Bolton is and we go there every once in a while if there is like a big football game or something uh-huh. like that, uh, especially when the Euro Cup was on, we were going to yeah. the best Bolton sports <laughs> bar and basically just, yeah, just enjoy the city, the town as well.
5: <laughs> Brilliant. That's good. And that's another bonus, really, because you get to travel, you know, when you're next, when you're finishing two weeks since the and where are you going next? Sorry.
2: Uh, I think I'm not sure which project specifically is going to be, mm. but I, I know I've already decided it's going to be in the public cluster and healthcare, but I don't sorry, know specifically know that, where it's sorry. going to be located.
5: Yeah. Oh, so you don't know the location. That's what was no. me. Yeah. Oh, okay. Exciting. And Ollie, project, favorite project you've worked on in the last two years or so?
4: Uh, so I'm going to cheat slightly and I'm going to give two, um, which I hope is OK. Um, so the first, so I was one of the people who worked in one of the pie factories, um, which actually was was a lot of fun. Um, and one of my specific roles was looking at. So I don't know if anyone's seen those like pastry slices you get in like um, service stations, um, but any of those that have cheese any time that they tried to cook those and go through the oven they basically kept exploding um, because the cheese would go everywhere um and so I spent six months basically trying to solve this problem (laughs) of (laughs) half of these pastry (laughs) devices exploding (laughs) in the oven um which was it was a lot of fun like it it took us like it was a quite complex problem and so we used like quite a lot of like technical engineering like base skills to like solve this problem so from like a pure like mentally stimulating point of view that that was still my like favorite time at Newton because it it was just so fun to turn up in a factory and trial things and (laughs) like and stand next to ovens and counting the number of slices that had exploded or not exploded um and then I think for, for quite a different reason so um the project I did just before the one I'm on now um so it was with a defense contractor um but I think the reason this project was so enjoyable was because of like the skills of the client team. Um, so it's probably the best client team that I've worked with, and um, and that really kind of had a huge impact on the impact we were able to have. Like it, that was a real kind of like like increase in the amount of value we could add to them because they were so up for doing it and we were able to like work with them so closely um, and so like we like as, as rebecca said earlier we fundamentally like we have to deliver in order to get, get, get paid our fee like that is our business model and it works really well for us And um, but we so in this project the kpi was at about 49 percent when we started we had to hit about 75 percent for our like guarantee but because the client was so brilliant and so effectively we were able to be so leveraged with them and they did a lot of the like stuff we would normally do when we left The like the KPI was at 98%. So like just the impact you can have when you really take the time to kind of work with your client has been a bit of a game changer for me because it's now that's the model that I want to use on every project I do from now on like h- how can we leverage the current how can we work with them in that best way to kind of replicate those results alongside the good work that we do anyway um so that's two quite different reasons but those are kind of like the kind of two projects that stand out for me
5: and um, you know I want to ask you, even if it's such a stupid uh, question how do you stop peas exploding <laughs>
4: so (laughs) there are quite a few things um, that we had to do to like stop it happening but the main two were um so the temperature of your oven is really important so if you Basically, the pastry on the outside cooks much faster than the like cheese in the middle. And um, so if you turn the oven temperature up, then the like pastry on the outside will reach the temperature it needs to. And then the like the cheese inside is less likely to get to its boiling point and therefore less likely to explode. So that's one thing we what we did was we realized all of their ovens were cooking at different times and different temperatures. And so standardized that, made sure the ovens were working as effectively as they could be. The other thing we did is that they um on the top of those um, slices I don't know they're called striations in in the industry but basically it's the cuts that go through Mm -hmm. the top of the pastry and those act as vents to like basically let some of the steam out to stop the like pastry casing exploding Um, and what we worked out is on they basically had two different like cutters that they used on the light production line and on one of the cutters it was fine and you wouldn't get these problems at all and on Uh the other cutters basically it wasn't cutting through as deeply as it should have been and there was like a like basically part of the way they attached it to the line was like slightly broken on one side and that was leading to a lot of these boilouts. so um it was a, uh, we spent a lot of time trying to work out what the problem was because it just seemed no, there didn't seem to be a pattern to it um, but yeah. like the combination of the oven temperatures causing a lot of variation and, and then these like rollers they using them one day and not using them another day meant that eventually we got to the bottom of it. um and, and we, we solved the infamous boil outs problem Yay. <laughs> Yay.
5: Well, that's good. It's good to know. It is. Well, it's all about
0: consistency. Problem solved.
5: Problem solved.
0: i tell you what, and when I came onto this webinar though, I didn't expect to feel hungry by the time I came off the other side. But on this talk, I'm absolutely starving.
4: Working We're going on to that talk project. Um, like basically my entire job was counting like cheese exploded, <laughs> like the amount of time I just spent smelling like cooked oh, cheese was I torture.
0: But <laughs> it put, does it put you off though? Because I used to work at Thornton's do you know, the chocolate shop. And everyone used to say to me, oh, you know, Carla, um, do you not get sick of um, eating of chocolate? You, you do get sick to death of the smelling chocolates. So I bet you get sick of smelling cheese.
4: <laughs> yeah, I have to, I've, I've eaten significantly less of those slices <laughs> since leaving <laughs> the project that I did at the time. <laughs>
0: I could be doing your job. I could do with eating a lot less cheese. And what we're going to do now is thank you, everybody. That was really, really something special. Um, Rebecca, I'm going to come to you about um, the training and development that's offered to the grads when they first start. So you mentioned about an induction month um, when the grads first join Newton. Can you just tell us a little bit more about that? Is that based at your head office? What can students expect when they um, apply?
1: Yeah, definitely. So when you get an offer with Newton before you even start, your job will start that package of support. So there's an online e-learning platform and you can do some training about Excel and data analysis. And there's a reading list as well to start you thinking about sort of those psychological elements um, mm-hmm. that we've spoken about today so before you even start the support is in place um, we also have sort of offer holder groups we have meetups and sessions so you can meet consultants that will be starting at the same time as you so you can already start building up that peer oh, network okay. as well Mm -hmm. Um, and then when you start at Newton you have a four-week induction we call it Um, and that's basically the onboarding for you when you start as a consultant so it's based three weeks out of four are based at our head office in Oxford um, and and Newton will pay for all your travel and accommodation so you don't need to worry if you're not based in Oxfordshire Um, and it's teaching you sort of the skills that you need to be a consultant really so some of the key methodology that our consultants use some of the key sort of how to interact with clients, how to run a meeting, how to get the most out of what you want. Um, if you're a digital consultant, then there's some extra training about data analysis and writing pieces of software. Um, so that's really the first two weeks. And then in your third week um, is what we call site week. So you mm-hmm. will go out onto a client's site, put what you've you've learned in the first two weeks to work. Um, and, and start seeing change really so even as, as early as week three you can accept
0: expect some responsibility which is oh is wow exciting. crack on straight away then yeah exactly <laughs> yeah love it love it um, so I think as well Rebecca we mentioned before when we've been speaking and also the grads and a lot of the grads on the hub on grad cracker um, mentioned about the, the speed of the development that the, the grads have there um, and I'm going to come to think about that I'm going to come to back to you grads now and um, and just ask you about what training development have you been through that you think, right, I learned a lot from that. And what 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 did you enjoy the most? And um, Stefana I'm going to start with you. Uh,
2: yes, I think I actually have something a bit interesting, different to bring up to the table yes. since I'm part of the digital team. I think something that uh, when you join the digital team, while well, you supposedly do very heavy digital work, there is not a very strict requirement on already having those strong digital skills. So since joining uh, Newton, on my perspective, it's been a very strong focus on how can I build those kind of like skills that would allow me to build data pipelines, uh, uh, improve data flow, but also write software, which is something that I was had like only lightly touched my university career. So yeah. basically, sit down with my. Um, Digital mentor, which is basically persons follow my digital development across my career in Newton. and we tried to set up some uh, some goals and some training on how we basically develop those digital skills over the past year. And I think that was like uh, that was pretty incredible on basically setting up those like training sessions for develop for like Python coding or for like uh, data flow and data pipeline, both with him or like uh, setting up some independent trainings or also attending some. In person, digital training events Newton holds periodically across the year, and I think all of that combined, I think it's been uh, it's been pretty incredible how much I, I managed to develop my digital skills as a digital consultant over the past year, and um, and yeah, and I think that's has been incredible. And now going into a project, I have like a like a broader set of skills that I of digital skills that I can implement. Uh, uh, when working on uh, basically any type of project, any type of data analysis, so I think yeah, that's probably the most interesting thing I have to bring to the table.
0: Yeah, no, that's brilliant. And from from your point of view, then, I know you mentioned about your digital skills. From a from a student joining um, Newton, what what hints and tips would you give them to be successful and enjoy the first you know couple of months at at, um, at Newton? Uh,
2: I think uh, I think I think one of the two. Um, Things that make working so special as a as, as a as a grad is the focus on development so there's yeah. always a focus for you to to improve and to basically become the consultant that you would like to be even where you don't have necessary skills and then there is the basically the extensive collaborative mindset of every Newton. So basically, you're working with the team, you're almost living with your team on your own yeah. side. So there is also that that intense focus on being with the being with your team and being together. So I think the two main tips I would I would have to basically make the most of your first month at Newton is don't be afraid to basically. Uh, engage as much as possible with their team they're there to they're there to support you they're there to help you and everybody's been basically for the same process for the same induction yeah. for the same like struggles so don't be afraid to rely on your line manager your mentor and also the there are consultants in the project and the second and the second tip is don't be afraid to acknowledge your weaknesses as long okay. as you have like a as long as you have a plan to basically develop those skills uh, so yeah. you can be very clear and upfront to, with your manager, your mentors, whoever you're working with, and say, I don't feel comfortable uh, with this particular skill set, like which could be anything such as like interacting with senior clients, uh, but that's kind of like the first step to be, okay, in the next three months, that's what we're going to do to get you to the level that you want to be. And mm-hmm. I, think that, I think those two, uh, those two collaboration and the development combined, that's what really makes help you Newton like progress so fast and then get so much responsibility early on and basically move along in your career in Newton?
0: Yeah I think you've just hit the nail on the head there Stefano because when I've um, spoken to my contacts at Newton in the past when students are going through um, the application process or the recruitment process they all say mention um your weaknesses as well as part of the whole assessment centre because you can go through there and you know you can you can prove your, your strengths but if you do have some weaknesses and some areas that you want to improve on that you know the recruitment team wants to know about those as well so then they can you know guide you through the, the different assessment centres the different processes there as well and um, so yeah really good point there Stefana thank you very much for that and um, Ollie I'm going to come to you so training development what what's what part of it has really um, struck a chord with you?
4: yeah so i think the like training that i most enjoyed and was probably the most like illuminating for me at, at newton has been um like as Rani said earlier like as you go from a consultant to a kind of senior consultant your role changes slightly so you go from like being accountable for a project to being accountable for leading a, a work stream with with a couple of managers usually um and you get quite a lot of training on basically how to be a manager um so i think something i hadn't really appreciated is that Like being a manager and being good at the kind of role you're managing are two quite different skills like just because you are like fantastic at being a consultant doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be a fantastic manager of consultants Um, and Newton like basically has a whole week set aside that you kind of you you leave your site you you go and you have like a group of peers essentially and you all go through this training together and I think like taking a step back and really being able to Mm. talk about it and how it's feeling like made a huge difference for me and I think a lot of the things I learned in that week have like really impacted the way that I then interact with with my team and also how I interact with my manager too Um, and I think it like it definitely works both ways so that that, that's the kind of most important training I think that that has been given to me over the kind of three years I've spent at Newton
0: oh brilliant thanks very much Holly and and Rani just to finish off with you
3: so I'd probably agree with Ollie. Like As yeah. um, Rebecca was saying before, there was a, a really good pipeline set up. So it's almost, I would say, every three to six months you're going on another training course. Um, mm-hmm. And it's really great to make sure you've got that continual focus. But probably the one I found the most fun was not only do you have this pipeline, like projects sometimes put on different training courses depending what the project needs. So the supply chain, what I mentioned, we actually went on a hostage negotiation course so it was run by like the top hostage negotiator at Scotland Yard it was like the end point you had to negotiate hostages out of a bank it was a whole thing but it was super super fun and like incredibly useful
0: wow imagine me and you going on that Jess. Jess Jess will just start crying I'm going to cry if you don't breathe I'll cry <laughs> I will cry I will push some tears out and um, thank you very much for that Rani so now I'm just going to go on to um benefits I mean you've all mentioned about some fantastic benefits that are on offer at Newton um but what would you say is really think you, that you really think oh this is a key benefit for, for me that you want to share with the audience and I'm going to start with you Rebecca if that's okay
1: um, so I think uh, one for me is quite a fun thing that Newton do um, is in terms of like, I guess, the like extracurricular activities that we offer. So Rani's already spoken through a couple of the groups that you can be a member of, um, but also we run activity days and what we call end weekends. Um, yeah. You'll notice that lots of Newtons use N puns some better than others but (laughs) so i think it's about three times a year you can go on a subsidized weekend away if you want to um it's all optional and they've done all sorts in the past so in january we are going on ski n um which is a a weekend ski trip a few months ago they went on dev n so went down to devon and did all sorts of beach activities and and stayed in a couple of little cottages down there they've done relax n golf (laughs) n um And the company will subsidize that for us and I think it's a really nice opportunity again to meet people outside of your team and get to know someone really well in a weekend so that you've got friends in other areas of the business so I think for me that's probably one of the most fun perks that I really like.
0: So you guys out there who are watching if you've got the nth degree get your applications in. Hey.
1: Hey. Holly you can have
0: a job. <laughs> I was going to say that at the end, and I was just like, I haven't even prepped Rebecca to give me that introduction, <laughs> buzzing. Oli, I'm going to come to you, to your key
4: benefit. Yeah, so I think it's like quite a broad one, but I think it, like Newton is a genuinely like people-focused company, yeah. and I think a lot of people say that, but it it genuinely is true at Newton, so I think like a lot of consultancies you, you you do work quite hard and i think like the fact that newton's first thought is always about its em- employees and like the impact they're going to have on you and uh, makes a huge huge difference i think so yes you get the like personal development and you get kind of uh, like all of the other benefits i'm sure the others will talk about but for me like newton actually caring about me and my development makes yeah. a huge difference
0: yeah of course it does thanks very much ollie i hope i hope one of you two are going to talk about while they just mentioned Rani.
5: <laughs> on to you your key benefits um
3: yeah i massively agree with both like it's just a really fun place to work um yeah. i think another key benefit for me is the responsibility you get so right, rebecca mm. talked about site weeks day one of site week i was in front of a client it was terrifying but that's how you learn yeah. and you get the support from your managers and the people around you to help you through that and yeah the progress that you make through your development because of that is incredible
0: perfect thank you Annie. and stefana
2: uh, yeah to be honest I'm on, a, I'm on the same page yeah the, <laughs> the main benefit of uh, working at Newton is the focus on people which is yeah. making sure focusing on your well-being focusing on your free time making sure you have like activities but also focusing your development making sure that you become the consultant you want to be and you have a good plan and the good support to get you wherever you want to be in your career uh, so yeah I think to me that's most important
0: brilliant thank you and you've all been nodding along to what everybody's everybody else has been saying as well so that's been that's been lovely and um, so to finish off Rebecca can we just guide the students through the application process so, as me and Rebecca mentioned at the beginning of the webinar there's four opportunities open with lots and lots of, of vacancies and um, so make sure you get your applications in when a student applies through grad cracker Rebecca what, what's in store for them what's the the journey to um, being successful
1: yeah, definitely. So for our graduate consultant roles, um, obviously, you can apply through Gradcracker and you'll be taken onto our online application form, which is really short. You don't need a CV. You don't need to write a cover letter. We just want to know some details about you. Um, after that, you need to do some online tests. So there's two tests that are sort of mathematical interpretation and then a couple of data tests as well. But that shouldn't take you any more than about 50 minutes. Um yeah. Following those tests, you need to do a video interview. So it's sort of a pre-recorded, we'll ask you some questions. We want to get to know you a bit better, get to know your personality um, and everything like that. Following that, you'll be invited to a selection day. Um, so our selection days, or, or some people call them assessment centres, are taking place virtually this year. And that's a whole day of activities. So you'll do a group exercise, a case study, um, have a mini interview and, and all of those activities really closely reflect the work that we do at Newton. So Most of them have been written based on projects that we've run um, and it's really testing the skills that that you need for Newton. We don't wanna test people just for the sake of testing you. Make sure you get the most out of it. And then lastly, is a, a final interview So our interviews are are in person this year, which is great. Um, It's really nice to meet so many candidates, but you'll go for dinner the evening before. Um, There'll be a couple of consultants at dinner and and it's not assessed. Um, It's just an opportunity for you to get to know us on a a really personal level um, and ask any questions that that you've not had the chance to ask. And then you'll have two interviews the next day um, with a senior panel, um, some senior members of Newton. um, and obviously throughout the process, if you see us out on campus, you can use the chatbot on our website, you can come to Grad Creken or email the graduates team and, and we're on hand to support you through that whole process as well.
0: Perfect. Thank you very much, Rebecca. It's been brilliant for, to hear all your insights and stories today. So thank you very much for joining us. And um, don't forget, closing date for the um, head office opportunity is 22nd of November. So get your applications in sooner rather than later. So thank you, everybody, for joining us. It's been brilliant. Um, next week, Jessica is running the webinar. You have to join us for that, just for the laugh. Um, so that'll be at the RAF. We'll be joining us next Thursday at 2 o'clock. So join us then. But for now, thank you very much, Newton. It's been an absolute pleasure meeting you all and speaking thanks. to you all. And we'll speak to you all soon.
5: Thanks. Bye-bye, thanks, everybody. Thanks, thank you so much. Bye. Bye.